listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. And you know what? If you want to text us, and we'd love it if you did, you can get us on 8.12.15, or you can follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Or you can email us through the Absolute website. That is my housekeeping done. I can relax and talk like a human being again. Hmm, so, mm. I... Um, if you remember last week when we weren't here, but we were here in recorded form, oh, I yeah. said um, I was going to go to a wedding on the Saturday. Mm. Uh, I was accompanied by Emily Dean. I say accompanied. We were at, in the same room. We made our own ways there. We were at the same wedding. Like, we barely spoke all day. Yeah. Awkward. No. <laughs> we had. I yeah, thought had, it was in a way it just, was beautiful. Um, had conjugals the night before. <laughs> <laughs> you promised. <laughs> um, you did promise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I promised. All right. Actually, I think you said conjugals. You meant madrigals, didn't oh, you? Oh, did I? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we did a bit of uh, we did a bit of medieval chant. Oh, nice. The night before. Um, you know, it reminded me. Um, I had. Uh, Johnny Cash interviewed once and oh, he was you talking, and that Johnny Cash. He was talking about his friendship with Bob Dylan and they said, Are you very close? He said, We're so close we once went fishing and we didn't speak to each other for four hours. <laughs> and at the time I thought, that doesn't sound all that close. Mm. I've had car journeys like that with <laughs> women all over the world. But um I realised that day we just knew we were there, the warm glow. We, yeah. every now and again we'd look across and I could see um Emily deep in conversation with someone. So I knew she was all right. It was it was smashing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you had you had responsibilities. I did. My uh, my child was the ring bearer. Was oh, it? <laughs> it was very. Um, it was a good comedy moment. It was because he asked for it back, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he handed over the ring and then he wanted it back. And, uh, <laughs> and usually with a with the baby, you'll give in. But mm. obviously, the brides can Not be stubborn. Bit, uh, yeah. Rachel can be was, stubborn with the ring thing. Rachel was good. She was quite firm. She said, "No, I'm keeping this." Yes, <laughs> good. No, I'm, um, I, let's hope she never gets to say that again. <laughs> so it was a it was a non-religious ceremony. Now, I know what you're thinking from the way the cockerel looked at me then, that you must have been furious, he was thinking. <laughs> to be honest, I broke into a big grin. Yes. And, uh... But, uh, no, it wasn't like that. Don't you think for one second, after every vow, I was going, whatever, really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> Internally, maybe. No, no, I'll tell you what you were doing, was tuning up your ukulele for your big performance. That's oh, true. I was, I was tuning up my ukulele. I've heard some terms for it. How <laughs> it is. No, it was, I'm fine. I think non-religious people should have non-religious ceremonies. That Thank makes you. sense. Yeah. I'm all for that. All good. And they can keep their hands off Christmas as well, which is all, <laughs> also one of ours, as indeed is uh, OMG. Is Lay it? off that. And as a Catholic, I think we can, I think we can claim self-harming. <laughs> Surely. Oh, God, we were doing that before these kids knew what was going on. You can have guilt as well. Can we put I better throw away that hair shirt. I had it all ready for autumn winter. You call it guilt, I call it conscience. Anyway, <laughs> it was lovely, wasn't it? Oh, it was a lovely wedding. It was really lovely, and it all went well. And, um, well, I say it all went well. There was one thing that really annoyed me what was that um, i had to get the baby to sleep yeah and to do so i had to walk about two miles pushing him in a in a buggy to get uh, him to i get know him i've off. got a confession to make i took a picture of you doing so did you <laughs> because it was something quite touching about it and almost piquetian 
So you, it looked, you were wandering off over Hill yeah, and I was, Dale. I was like a mile <laughs> from the actual ceremony pushing this uh, thing. Did it work? It did work. And then whatever happened to when you're in a photograph, people say, OK, say cheese. And then everyone says cheese. Oh, is that gone? We got into the big mass photograph and the photographer... I've got the baby there in the boggy asleep and he says, I want everyone to give me the loudest cheer oh, they yeah. can. So they all went, Woo! and of course the baby woke up. Oh. Now, what you get if everyone cheers is one of those pictures you get in the local paper mm. when a school has raised <laughs> ne- nearly eighty pounds for sport relief, <laughs> and you get like eighty kids do it, doing the big cheer. That's not what you want from a wedding photo. You want smiling, surely. Yeah. You want warmth. I have my problem with group photos is there's just not enough of me in them. Mm. Yes. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it's I always, I always get some looks when I turn around to everyone there in a very I've been photographed many times kind of way and say, if you can see the camera, the camera can see you. <laughs> and they all, you can see them going... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> but, you know, they do then look for the camera. They don't want to be educated. But. Absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And that's what happened with the hotel. Oh, you were in a lovely hotel, weren't you? I was, I was in, in a B&B, a... and Emily was in a, a deluxe A Jacobean Manor. Really? Were you there going, how the other half live? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, but I made a bit of a, a mistake, because I booked the Jacobean Manor. It was the only one in the district, which is why I booked it. Mm. And then I discovered it was where the bride and groom were staying. Um. <laughs> is that bad? Yes. They're coming back with the rose petals on the bed, me in a bathrobe, only me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not very romantic, no, is I it? Get, I guess so. So I right. thought, well, look, I'll, I'll be discreet. Blend in. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm like about being discreet. I didn't yeah. want to tread on their toes. Um, so you're just laying rose petals like, <laughs> like that girl from American Beauty. I demanded the bridal suite. You know, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I, w- I did try and hitch a lift back with them in the wedding car and I asked someone, I said, do you think that's unreasonable? We're all going to the same place. I'll be no trouble, I'll go in the boot. It's an interesting point, that, though. Why not? Guess what happened? It's not a religious Jack- ceremony. Oh, thank. <laughs> I don't know if that's religious. I was listening to... I listened to the show last week, though, because I was in the Jacobean Manor, ordered room service. I thought, I wonder what it'll sound like. I'll put it on. So I put the show on. I was quite enjoying it. And then the lady knocked on the door with the room service and my voice was booming around the room. <laughs> How embarrassing. I said, oh, well, it's my radio show, just listening to it. And she went, shall I just put these here then? It <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. was awful, Frank. I was trying to boast that I was a celebrity. She wasn't interested. I listened to the, uh, the show as well. So obviously, I, I'm usually... Uh, it's difficult to listen to when it's happening simultaneously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, loved it. <laughs> um, here's something I've discovered I've always thought of myself as something of a, a romantic but you know as you get older that can fade a little and um, in the goodie bag the children's goodie bag and I don't need to think I was ferreting around in the children's goodie bags at the wedding but I did manage to procure a couple of packets of love hearts Oh! and I ate them both and I realised with about two love hearts to go I had not read one of them. I've stopped <laughs> reading Love Hearts. Now that is, oh my God. that's a sign that your own man's factor has gone down a bit, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Didn't even, so what, I thought. You think that's just a bit of, the, bit of your brain that you don't need to be even considering anymore? It's gone. 
What, romance? Yeah. Well, I hope not. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, think you can, I think you can be in a long-term relationship and still have a certain amount of romance. No, you yeah. can't. You can. Look told... at Michael Douglas and Catherine's... Oh, oh. <laughs> Guys, oh. I already... The Obamas have... have a date night, don't they? They have a date night where they go for They're a just date. They're just date nights. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I'd like to say that. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if I want another one. Uh... Oh, yeah, come on! Aiden, you said you were 30. You only did 22. <laughs> Frank, I've told you this morning... That's how she talks. It is how she talks. There's nothing like... I told you this morning what troubles me a little bit about long-term relationships is you basically have children and then watch box box sets for the Mm. rest of your life. All you do is watch box sets I'm looking forward to the box sets phase. That's all couples do. Oh, did you see this? Did you see that? Yes. Any couples listening? We know it's true. (laughs) I mean, why fight it? Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. We had a text in. Good. On uh, 362. Um, and it was, was it on 8 12 15? It was. See, right. I suddenly got in the text. Very uh, smooth, that. Mm. I like that. Please, please, for that. Um, this is William 362. Oh, There's no yes. point using the 362 if you're going to reveal your name's William. I like it. It's a bit like William mm. Wales. <laughs> Dear Mr. Radio, Divine Miss M and the Cockerel. Morning. Where stand you on the Northampton Clown? Wow. Oh, the Northampton Clown. I'm glad Indeed. you've raised this. In case you don't know the Northampton Clown, it's a man, we think it's a man anyway, it might not be, yeah, it's a man. who appears in full clown outfit. Mm-hmm. It's fairly standard clown chic. Yeah, I think it's, uh, supposedly it's based on a Stephen King clown character, isn't it? But anyway, it's a clown who appears in Northampton, often in like the early hours of the morning, unaccompanied. Yeah. And it's been frightening people. I yeah. say it. <laughs> well, it's from the Stephen King story, It. So you're and right. the clown's called Pennywise. That's right. Alan's a big fan of that character. Oh, I'm all over that. I just wonder <laughs> how much he spent on the costume. <laughs> Tartan onesie. Are you sure isn't? That's not a shop. <laughs> that Pennywise Probably really is, yeah. should be a shop. It's got to be. Yeah, it must be. He's got the comedy This is not going to turn out to be an advert for a shop, is it? The oh, Northampton Clown. Not. That would be a real Where he's let himself down, the clown... He's got the clown chic, mm. but he's let himself down on the footwear. He's what? got a Converse no. trainer. Oh, he hasn't gone for a, an oversized <laughs> shoe. No. Oh, well, if he's listening, I've got some clown shoes in my office. But can. how often, can I say, how often do you see a fine, fancy dress outfit let down by footwear? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'll time. see someone and, oh, look at that lovely monk outfit. Oh, Trainers? December. Oh. Yeah. Santa's in Reeboks. <laughs> when, right. when people, uh, <laughs> they try to finish off a, a cowboy um, outfit with just a pair of uh, lace-up shoes. Yeah. What about a ghost outfit with a mini cab driver slip on? I can't abide that. But is this person definitely a clown or have they just not rubbed their moisturiser in? Because <laughs> there are mornings I look in the mirror and I think, you know, I really do need a... I need to have another go at that. You need to go I full pat makeup. I'm, I'm pallid. He's almost albino, Frank, I'd say, this character. Yeah? Is he, has he got hair? He's got the um, scarlet sideburns. Oh, those mm-hmm. things, yeah, the side... Uh, and the, the side slightly Botoxy eyebrows. One thing I liked is that Alan Moore, the uh, the comic writer, who lives, who lives in Northampton, not, yeah. has, has, oh. had, has had to publicly state that it's not him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a massive beard, Alan Moore, so how he, how he could have got away with that, I don't yeah. know. But, he um, he yeah, has been quoted, this character... He said, I just wanted to amuse people. Yeah, he's done an interview with... You two say that every week at 11 o'clock. Northampton newspaper. Well, I, I, it's, uh, 
it's it's interesting though because if there was no internet, mm. like yeah. if pre-internet, if I'd have been walking to the pub, say, you know, or in or say I was walking back from the pub one night and I'd seen a clown, mm. the next night I'd go in the pub and say I was walking back last night, mm-hmm. uh, I saw a, a clown that looked like that. Uh, Stephen King character, mm. Pennywise, just on his own in a dark alley. And someone would say, ah. anyway, uh, who's around? That would be, be the end of that conversation. Yeah. But with the internet, yeah. it's yeah. become a major sensation. It has. Well, one woman said, you've been spotted, now get out of that clown suit and start acting like a grown-up. Yeah, I must admit, women have said that to me. <laughs> Of the years, and you know, it's really hard to get it back bedroom wise. Yeah, after you've had that kind of reprimand. What's your clown name? Yeah, <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Oh, Bob's doing the handover this morning to Charlie. Ah, yes, Bob, who has been, as you know, that in case you've uh, knew, Bob is our uh, assistant producer who mm. doesn't use soap or any kind of product. <laughs> that's his USP. Yeah, yeah that's sure. his USP. And, and, and Bob is leaving us for. Is it birds of a feather, Bob? Yeah. Birds of a feather. That's not a it's phrase, coming. by the way. <laughs> no, people might be listening. <laughs> I, know, I know people thinking, oh, that's that club in Vauxhall. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't. It's, uh, it, it's coming back. Yeah. I saw pictures what of Leslie I Joseph do? in the paper. Oh, don't, that depresses me, that's all. Well, okay. It's a really upsetting nice. song, it's horrible. Okay, and um, and uh, he's been replaced uh, by Charlie, who mm-hmm. you, some of you may remember was around last week. Mm-hmm. But they're doing a handover in a sort of Bush to Obama-style way. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it's, it's more like Chris Patton handing over Hong Kong. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It is like that. So it's it's handover day. Yeah, is what it what it is. Yeah. Um, uh, we've had a we've had a good funny text in from uh, Ian Engel. Well, who's I think Engel? We'll judge Engel? that as a group if you don't mind. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I think it's good based on the Northampton clown story. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. Sounds like that angry woman is going straight for the juggler. Jog- ah. Juggler. This is the juggler. woman who wants yeah, to get good. him off. The- I like it's it. It's, it is good. Mm. Fair Although plan. I don't believe the clown does juggle. I think he just stands there looking We spooky. don't know yet. I think he's just started. All right, you think he's got a, well, he's got he's a, got a big finish? He's got to have a bit more than just standing around, yeah. hasn't he? That's all he does, apparently. I did that mm. once. In, Ed- in Edinburgh, I, um, <clears throat> I was doing a show. It was my first ever Edinburgh show. And I was on at um, one o'clock, I think I was on. Oh, yeah. 1pm. Um, um, yeah, lunchtime. Mm. And uh, when I got in, actually, I was on at midday, mm. and before me there was a clown show for children, 11 till 12. And they were on for a week, and on one occasion two people turned up, who they knew, oh. who'd driven up from Brighton, so they had to do the show just for them. On the other occasion, no one at all turned up for that show. So every time I got in, <laughs> there'd be three clowns sitting in four clown outfit having a bit of a post-mortem about what was going wrong. I remember one morning, one of them said, what if, what if we did a buy one, get one free? And this other clown, remember he's dressed as a clown, with a big clown face, and I said, uh, yeah, I'm afraid that's uh, too little, too late. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming from a clown, someone in a clown outfit. Did he hold his glitter horn shortly after that? Well, if he did... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> but, uh, the, yes, well, I'm, I'm sure there will be a culmination 
yeah. this uh, clown. Well, he's already done an interview with the local paper where he, he answered a lot He's of already the... breaking all the... He's I supposed to be he... enigmatic. Oh, you no, know what, I think... he's turning into a celebrity. I think he might have done the interview using them, um, like, non-face-to-face Through the media. medium of mime. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, he gave some very long answers. <laughs> yeah. He's some sort of Banksy figure, this clown. Yeah, I think he is. And uh, they said to him, like, how old are you? And he said he was, like, 328 years old and stuff. So that means he's 45, he's embarrassed. I bet that's lie. Yeah, I think there are a few lies. And they, they said to him, where do you live? And he said, oh, people are starting to work that out. I think, you know, people are Northampton, that's my <laughs> guess. Well, I, I guess that they're working it out by just following bits of his car back to his house. <laughs> yeah. It's actually <laughs> made a point in the, in the thing that there has been no sign of an exploding car. <laughs> I think that would be a health and safety. All right, I like still the idea abiding of... by the rules, do you think? But guys, I like random circus freaks turning up just I'll on the street, what, what about a bearded lady outside my house? But this, uh, what about one inside <laughs> your house? <laughs> I but, set you up. But I tell you what, there was there was someone else who said he's going to get this clown because oh. he was frightening people. And this is a, a yet another example of where we have to, as individuals, decide which group we're in. It, some of you who listen to the show regularly will know that I saw a naked bike ride the other week. Oh, yeah. And there's lots of people naked on bikes, as you'd expect from a naked bike ride. And a man near to me with his family, um, his, his wife and baby, turned around and said, Weirdos. <laughs> now, it's those sort of people that are hunting down the Northampton clown. And if it comes to we have to decide one way or the other, I've I got to say, I'm with the clown. I've just had a bit of a flashback, Frank. Oh, yeah. Just a quick wedding thing. I never mm-hmm. told you this, but I was talking to you on the side of the dance floor. Mm. Um, you look quite good on it, actually. On the side of the dance floor? Yeah. That'd be a good And I, I think all the single ladies came on. Oh, yes. And so I thought, oh, and so I went, I think this is my cue to dance. You certainly did. You said exactly that voice. Yeah. As well. <laughs> I flounced off. I put my heel right through the hem of my dress. Oh. oh. I had to style it out. Such a lovely dress. Oh, it was lovely, wasn't it? I know. It was a bit odd seeing the bride dancing to all the single ladies. (laughs) (laughs) So soon. (laughs) But as I say, it wasn't a religious ceremony. All bets were off. (laughs) So we've had um, a tweet in. This is from Craig. This is exciting, isn't it? I really feel like we're living in the 21st century. Aren't we? Yeah. Craig Pritchard. He says, if there were only two chairs in the studio, who would stand and why? Well... What do we say to that? Well, it wouldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Because I'm the man. His name's on the door, isn't it? But what about some, no, I have to drive some the, shock jock Because I affair. drive the desk. I have buttons and slides and I won't I be able to reach the them. Desk. If I, was there. I drive the desk that makes the whole world sing. He does. Frank, isn't that quite shock jock to stand? I, I think I would stand. I think they stand at Capital. Do they? Yeah, I did. Uh, I... I think that's why Foxy left. He couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he was on sticks towards the end. Um, no, I think they do, yeah. It's, it's supposed to give the, more energy to the voice. Well, I read that Richard I'm, Branson I'm in the BBC show. Up. I think they've given up and given more energy to that. <laughs> but, uh, yes, yeah, so it's supposed to be good for you, too. Yeah, yeah. But I would, I would happily stand for the show because it's good for my uh, sacroiliac. Oh, it's bad for my sacroiliac oh, to be sat down for hours. For the sacroiliac. Oh, makes me ill that sacroiliac. Mm. It's making me 
it's sometimes agonising. Is it really? Would you actually go so far as to call it agonising? Or, or, or were you just reaching for a dictionary then when you couldn't think of an yeah, adjective? Yeah, I was, I was, I've perhaps over-egged it a bit with agonising. Okay. But, but quite achy late in the day. If I've had a day where I've uh, I've had to sit a lot, it's it's a pain. Mm. I mean, it is a pain. <laughs> it is literally a pain. Do you think you might uh, bring out a song called Achy Breaky Sacroiliac? <laughs> Well, there are a lot of... Uh, we've had a few texts during the week, actually, about um, the... You know, we talked I last haven't. week about the Can word... Can I just say I haven't? No. <laughs> I haven't had any texts. We had, um, we, had se- we, had, uh, we had several texts saying that sacroiliac appears in songs, and an email from Elliot... The word sacroiliac? Yeah. Yeah, because I'd, I'd reffed it in Blondie Rapture. Oh, yes, exactly. of course. Mm. Uh, of course. Elliot says, Hi Frank, Emily Allen, you may be interested to know that the word sacroiliac appears in the classic early rap song The Message by Grandmaster Flash and the oh, Furious Five. Great yes. course. Oh, old school! I think, yeah. I think we're all fully paid up fans. Yeah. I love it when Frank uses a K in school. And it yeah. goes, got a bum education, double, gi- double digit inflation. Got a bum education? No. A bum. No, he oh. means a bottom education. Got a bum education. Can't take the train to the job <laughs> as a strike at the station. What a holiday that was. I'm just carrying on. Neon King Kong standing on my back. Can't Come stop on, to turn around for my sacroiliac. Oh. Mid-range, migraine, cancer, membrane. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm going insane. <laughs> Swear I might hijack a plane. Don't wow. push me, cos I'm close to the edge. Absolutely marvellous. <laughs> uh, isn't that more Bono? That's Bono's line. <laughs> I had a feeling I'm quite close to it. We've had our differences, but I'm quite close. <laughs> what about this, then? So I can't dance, I can't really sing, I can only do one thing, and that's to be Lady Sovereign. <laughs> Yeah. Remember that one? No, I don't. That's from uh, Love Me or Hate Me by Lady Sovereign. How could you have forgot that? This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Christine's excited. She's tweeted us. She says, wow, Northampton has made it big. At Frank on the radio, talking about the clown on Absolute Radio. Oh, the clown. Mm. Can I ask you a question? It's good that, uh, that she's excited. When you said Christian excited, I thought John, John Profumo would come in. <laughs> um, Google it. Uh, <laughs> is the Northampton clown, is that is that a pun on Northampton town, the football? Oh, I thought that at first. Oh. Yeah. The cobblers. Jeez. See, exactly. Like, you know, they used to have a shoemaking history of all things that he should have got no, right. They, on have the a, they have a shoemaking history. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, they yeah. used to have a shoemaking. But you're right. In a place based on footwear, for him to you get the wrong shoes. Think he got that right? Clown shoes as well. I mean, they're archetypal. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. And also, seat. he could have done that thing of leaning really, really far forward <laughs> and not falling over. Well, that he would have should have people given people on their way from the pub. Yeah, how many people can do that at three o'clock in the morning in <laughs> Northampton? He could have got hold of some big. He should have given old Winslet a call. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kate must have some throwaways. Yeah, there. hopefully, but there'd be good stylish ones as well. Three one eight has something to say about this clown character. Okay. Mm-hmm. This clown character <laughs> yeah. is surely unique. I told you they had something to say about Is this going to be another rap? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I've been trying to think, though. <laughs> I've been trying to think of any other profession one might dress up as and stand around with the related paraphernalia just staring and pointing at people. Someone dressed as an office admin manager, for example, probably wouldn't have the same chilling effect. Mm. Well, is that right? I'll oh, say so you. Skinner. I don't know what an office admin person is. 
I can think of people... Oh, don't who, do your celebrity thing. Oh, I don't know people in offices. I can think of people whose job involves standing around at night in elaborate costumes, but I'm not going to talk about them on uh, breakfast. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah I, um, I'm warming to the clown. People should do yeah. more of that stuff. Do you remember you used to get the I'm occasional... Dating, I'm dating the clown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be brilliant. I can't tell you. If, I don't know if anything <laughs> would make me happier than for you to say, I know this is... Get a text. Look, listen, I know this is a bit weird, but bear with me. I'm dating the Northampton clown. <laughs> I'm going to go out with the clown. Oh, I would go on a date with him. Well, yeah. If the clown He's got to wear listening. the gear, though. He's yeah. got to get the shoes right, surely. Yeah. If the clown is listening... I'm I'm up for it. I'm up all night to get lucky. Yeah, but what you're going to know is lots of men are going to turn up in clown outfits, <laughs> claiming to be the NC, and yeah. they they ain't not NC. <laughs> oh. There is a bogus NC. <laughs> can, can I do the voice? Yeah, time? I think so. No, apparently I can't. We all <laughs> really? thought we could, but according to the uh, the uh, Absolute Journal, that's mm. a shame. Ain't no way, as it says. <laughs> um, uh, we've also had an email in. Uh, Dear Frank, Emily and the Cockrell, my wife Jules and I have many ways of conversationally frittering away long car journeys, one of which is the who would you most like to have as your neighbour conversation. When he said my wife Jules, I thought that was some reference to his... (laughs) 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 I hope Miss Emily will be thrilled to find out that she came out as our number one choice, closely followed by Tracy Thorne. Yes, closely followed by Tracy Thorne. That's one hell of a set of... uh, I think we'll come back to this. I need to discuss how they could be in the same Venn diagram, for goodness sake. Fine. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Why not text us on 8 12 15? Mm. You know, it's just the age of interactivity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can follow us on the Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email us through the Absolute website. There yeah. you go. You've got your options. Bob and Charlie have gone out, Frank. Have they? Yeah. Hmm. What if they've just gone? <laughs> what if this is actually our first example of industrial action? <laughs> anyway, we were mid. Um, we were mid to email. Make our own hot drinks in those circumstances. <laughs> oh, oh God, the hell I will. Yeah. <laughs> On the Fridays, he's going to have to uh, go back to the old days. <laughs> Get the kettle on. So we were in the middle of an email. It was uh, it was what they call an old-fashioned cliffhanger, wasn't when it? When I'm in the middle of an email, <laughs> close my eyes. Oh, Sorry. Oh. Sorry, everyone. Birmingham pub. <laughs> um, where had I got to? Oh, uh, they, they, they want, they want, to, yeah. they want Emily to be their neighbour or Tracy, or Tracy Thorne. Thorne. Yeah, closely followed by Tracy Thorne. Or maybe you were together. Keen on the Venn diagram of that. That would be nice. Yeah, but we it? could be in a civil partnership. We both look like we could be together. <laughs> yeah, I think um, the two of you t- together could be uh, Paul McCartney and Nancy uh, Thingy. Cheval. Yeah, because I think oh. I think um, Tracy's I got, a, gonna a, say bit Lolio, gonna got a bit you. of a Paul McCartney look about her. Would you say? Yeah, I mean, you know, in his prime. She hasn't gone Auburn, no. She's more mop top. She hasn't gone purple. She's top of the Apple building. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That that period. And shall I continue with the oh, email? Go on, yeah. go on. Uh, closely Sorry. followed by Tracy Thorne. Well, now dreams can become a reality. Ooh. Oh, can they? We I live didn't in know a that. Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should market that. I, I hope that so dream we... you had last night doesn't become a reality. <laughs> no, I hope so. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> we live not in a farm like proper precautions. <laughs> we live in a farm. The old castle thing I had a dream last night, which, uh, which I didn't. I've just been comical. <laughs> they live in a farm. Better than being conical. Just outside the picturesque Yorkshire town of Hebden Bridge. Now, oh. let me say, that couple, the aforementioned couple, would oh, yeah. be very accepted in Hebden Bridge. Next door, we rent out a charming 16th-century self-contained cottage. Oh. It has one and a half bedrooms. One and a half? Sounds like a bedroom and a box Who room. Who stays there? The crankies. <laughs> <laughs> it has one and a half bedrooms, single car parking, although it would have to be a four-by-four four to get up the track, oh. a garden mm. to grow a veg in, and a wood burner. We would like to offer Emily the chance to move in and be our neighbour. Wow. She would be welcome to pop round any time for a glass of wine and a chat around the Arga, and I'm convinced we will all be great chums. Can I just Hang stop on. you there? Is, it, is are we just being used as travel agents? Yeah. Yeah. Is it just somebody that, advertising yeah. their holiday home, or is this a free? Are they yeah. saying that Emily can just move in for nothing? The, exactly. They haven't. Is it a freebs? They haven't elucidated the exact terms like of the contract uh, financially. Okay. What about we could all be great chums? It's gone a bit car keys. Anyway, continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could discuss. We would love to discuss what's hot and what's not on the high street and find out what went on behind the scenes on Day of the Triffids. Oh, we'll yeah. also give her the opportunity... Oh, here's the clincher. Oh, we yeah. would also give her the opportunity to babysit our five-week-old son once a week while we go out. Can I say, they're not much fun at five weeks. No. No, it's like they're boring. Owning, it's like owning a big fish. Yeah. It's like owning a slug. Walk <laughs> our dog Dot on the moors, and she can have That's as much firewood firewood as she can chop. I That's going to be a problem, isn't it? Because if you're going around with walking Dot on the moors, if you're yeah. shouting Dot, Dot, <laughs> you could be abusing the locals in Morse code. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's how people get alienated. Mm-hmm. And once they turn against you in a countryside community, I find they never come back. Have you yeah. seen Straw Dogs? I can't, I can't imagine they're going to be more alienated by the Morse code than Emily walking the dog in high heels. Yeah, <laughs> but I worry. Dot sounds like an Alsatian. And you know I, you I can't abide an Alsatian. Oh. 70s police show, I won't have it. So, <laughs> they continue. Also, I find if ever you're out walking with a padded forearm... <laughs> Mm-hmm. They will chase you and rip away <laughs> at that forearm. Yeah. They will tear away at the sleeve. And don't talk to me about hoops of fire. Oh, God. <laughs> so could she please let us know when she wants to move in so I can make sure the mouse traps are put away and the dehumidifier switched off? All the best, Ben, Jules and Sam. So there you go, and you... Mm. I mean, you haven't got a four-by-four, four, have you, as far as I know? No. You ought to have one. But I know someone who has. You're suggesting I'm some cigar-smoking clocks and type. The bit cigar no, smoker no. four-by-fours. No, no, but I, I mean, I, I think you're a woman who would like people to get out of the way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're Generally right. speaking, you're in right, life. Frank, you're so right. Well, it sounds lovely, but I think they'll, be, they'll want some sort of financial reimbursement. I hate it when that happens. I'm in, though, Frank. This is Frank Skinner. Rosa's emailed us about a local character. Okay. In the sim- same vein to... I'm going to call him My Clown. <laughs> okay. Um, in Mousehole Cornwall... My kind of clown, you're going to bring that My kind of clown, out. yeah. Way, way back, three or four decades ago, lived a doctor's son who used to live in the small coppice above the sea. Oh, it's very gathered around the fireside, this, It is, it? it's beautiful. I wish I was wearing a bigger jumper. Mm. <laughs> he was dressed from head to foot in silver each day and every day, right down to silver face makeup. And he used wow. to come down to the village post office to pick up an allowance his father would send him. He was a really interesting and over-intelligent man. I like expression. That's love, Roz, in Portreath. 
Now, I like Roz because she's very on weirdos. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's, she's, uh, she's definitely, she's on the naked bike, right? Yeah. <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine if the weirdos guy had seen this guy in silver coming yeah. down to the post office? <laughs> wow, could he have possibly been a spaceman? Possibly. <laughs> you think? Yeah. It's nice that you give him the credit of, it's, it's, it's what, possible. But what if, it, that, that, yeah. that, just an alien comes down and thinks, oh, I'll, I'll live in this coppice. Mm. And uh, and he walks around and um, maybe wearing a coppice. Who knows? Um, have you yeah. seen ET recently? Have I seen ET? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not silver, is it? No, but it's an alien that comes down. No, but just saying that nobody's thing. challenged it. Could be a could be a spaceman. Oh, I love the sound of this guy. Should we get him on? Yeah. Is this someone? Is it from the past? Well, oh, he's in court. It says three or four decades <laughs> ago. Oh, mm. so that's, that's the past, isn't it? Yeah, that's the past. I'm calling that the past. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Shall we read another oh, email? I'm looking forward to him coming on. <laughs> yeah. He loves anything my, to do with space travel. Frank. My silver nemesis. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to read an email out from Malcolm because okay. I can. Hi, Frank, Emily, and Beardy Allen. Hi. Your talk of evil wasps. Topical. Last week. <laughs> evil wasps. Yeah. Yes. Reminded me of a holiday we had in Greece a couple of years ago. We were sunbathing by the pool slash bar and we're being plagued by wasps going after our fresh orange juice. You know what, that can kill a holiday. That can really ruin it, yeah. the wasps. It's the sort of thing that you read on TripAdvisor, people saying, I love this holiday except for the wasps. You do, you love uh, TripAdvisor. I've never considered gardeners' questions, <laughs> <laughs> I managed to kill one with a magazine. Oh, oh nice choice. Oh, no. I've managed to kill many with a magazine. <laughs> Cruel, maybe, but better than a slow death drowning in orange juice. That's right. And also, it doesn't ruin your own orange juice, do you? You're still an orange juice up. Yeah, but what? you've killed. Could yeah. you enjoy soft drinks after you've killed? <laughs> <But he's>, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Comparing it in two two different versions, there's killing, but one of them, he's still got an orange juice. The other one, he's got a slightly yeah, messed up we magazine. Know. No, the other one isn't a killing. The other one's accidental death. No. That's death by misadventure. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't. Anyway, what happened next? Oh, right. What happened next? I, what a brilliant uh, question of sport. What happened next? This would be <laughs> man, man on holiday pushing his wasps away. <laughs> I then watched as another wasp flew to its downed comrade and then, with its jaws, proceeded to cut its wings off, <laughs> cut its legs off. Hold on a minute. <laughs> I'll be all right. I'll be all right in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, music to my ears. <laughs> Carry on. Um, then cut the stripey. Oh, the 80s. Then cut the cut the stripey part away from the rest of the dead wasp. What the wow! A wasp it did that then, with its with its. It thing. picked up the stripey part and flew away with it. Oh come on! He means the sort of Kim Kardashian area, doesn't what, he? Yeah, he means like the stripey part. At first, I thought they were taking it away to eat it, being the cruel things they are. But then thought that then I saw were... it trying it on. <laughs> 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 then thought perhaps they were recycling the sting, or perhaps they've got little black boxes so they can find out the cause of the crash. That's a very good theory. That's a great idea. I like black that, and Malcolm. yellow boxes. I'm guessing. You know who I think? I think it was like that slightly less drunk friend who says, it's all right, mate, I've got you, yeah. I'll help you. It's all right, officer, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll see you get it. home, all right. I'm fine, I've got it under control. Well, yeah, but you, yeah, I don't know, but when my friends got drunk, I tended not to, to snip away their outer flesh <laughs> and take that. Oh. I mean, maybe twice. Mm. 
<laughs> Could it? I mean, did did the wasp who did it? Did it? Did it have a small tape measure around its neck? Could it have been in menswear? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, maybe it was heard. an undertaker. It had a little top hat with a ribbon oh, on it. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. I was on about that to someone the other day. Wouldn't it be a nightmare if you were one of those um, not, uh, undertakers who wear black knickerbockers and a top hat with a black ribbon on? Yeah. And then you pulled at the funeral and <laughs> um, and you stayed out all night with the person you pulled. And then you'd ask her to work the next morning wearing your knickerbockers <laughs> and your top hat. Um, it was plaguing me, that... What my theory is that they're selling these stripy bits on the black market to flies. Oh, do you think oh, so? They've yes. Had enough, they've had enough of dog excrement. They want to be in with the bin crowd. Yeah. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. These wasps. <laughs> what wasps? Well, mm-hmm. I'm sickened by their behaviour. Four seven nine. Adult wasps are carnivorous. And are cleaners, so they basically dispose of dead things. Do they? Hmm. Like mafia characters. What, even their own kind? Apparently so. Well, okay. Are they always in the toilets, in the men's toilets when you go in there? That's what I find cleaners. <laughs> offering you a bit of aftershave. No, there's always cleaners. Yeah. Whenever it's a cleaners. client, there's always a female cleaner in the men's toilets doing oh, something. Do you know, I was in, uh, I was at a urinal. Um, I'm saying, oh, on a, a lovely story. Lovely sanitary. In a very small public toilet, and a female cleaner walked in, and I was thinking, oh, she'll see that I'm here and, and go back out. <laughs> mm. She just carried on cleaning right next to me, no. near enough touching shoulders. Oh, I mean, oh she wasn't too close in, in oh, terms of proximity. That's terrible. Oh, do you I know, wouldn't be surprised so if she <laughs> saw the gentleman's excuse me. I really oh, I'm so laugh. glad you said gentleman's <laughs> excuse you me. You are having a laugh. That's terrible. Heels, the shop, the shop. That's where it was. There's a public toilet there. Oh, it's quite used. Must start hanging out there more. The, uh, no, at one time there. they used to walk straight out. If they, uh, if well, that's. No, it's, you know, this is what's happened. Yeah, yeah, it's yet another crumble in the wall of the fabric yes. of our society. I've overdone the mix. mix but you can't help thinking, then. well, you've got marigolds on. Yeah. <laughs> um, Personally, I'm quite jealous. Yeah. Um, 033. Anyway, about these wasps. Oh, yeah. I read that at this time of year, this is such a brilliant urban myth, the wasps have done all their jobs for the year building nests and having, he describes it as, how's your father with the queen. Mm-hmm. So, is there a queen wasp? Yeah, there is. No. Is, there? is there? Yeah, it looks like Freddie Mercury. So now okay. they're having a type of leaving do by feeding on fermented fruit and getting drunk. This is an actual theory. And they, yeah, and they get slightly crazy and violent. Hmm. Well, okay. that would, if they're well, that's that sorted. The fermented fruit would support the stories that kicked this off, wasn't it? It was uh, dried fruit that you left out. No, oh, no, it was no. Ribena, they were after it? Mike Robinson's um, oh, lemon yeah. barley water. Well, they might think that's uh, booze <laughs> for their leaving. Do I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not enjoying this theorising about the. Wasp. Yeah, well, I'll tell I you. We've had a question five five three. It's hi Frank. You know hi Frank Ems and the cocked one. What? Oh, my <laughs> God, sorry about that. Uh, what do you think of Peaky Blinders? Apart from some of the accents coming straight from Vic and Bob, do you think it's good? Um, That's Yvette in West Brom. Well, I like it. In fact, they sent me a Peaky Blinders cap, promotional mm. cap. But, of course, having one of the biggest heads in Britain, yeah. it won't fit me. I can't believe you're not in it. I mean, you must be a terrible actor. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> You well, that's what that's, that. that's what I watch it, and I don't watch many dramas. But I thought, watch this is set in Birmingham, and I was enjoying it. I did keep set thinking, in Birmingham. It's why I couldn't enjoy the Grimleys. 
I just kept thinking, why aren't, why aren't, why aren't, am I not in this then? Yeah. I can do the oh, What about when you auditioned for that Hollywood <laughs> film and you had to do an American accent? Well, did <laughs> Don't you? you remember that? Yeah, that you did, didn't you good. remember that? Oh, yeah, it's terrible. I couldn't what do it. What did you do, Frank? It's just you embarrassing. Had... Oh, I loved it. I thought I, I had to go really deep. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's going on here with it? It's awful. I felt I really disgraced myself. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. I want to talk about this BBC News presenter. Did you did ye see mm. um, this character? I think he's called Simon McCoy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, yes. No relation to Sylvester. I'm sorry, Frank. Don't no, get too excited. No, he's not the real okay. McCoy. Um, <laughs> Excellent. But he did a news bulletin, and instead of holding aloft, I was going to say the traditional iPad, it's hardly traditional, but that's what, customary these days, mm-hmm. he walked on set with a big... A wad of photocopier paper. <laughs> yeah. It's extraordinary. He Did said you see that it? he said he went to grab his iPad and uh, he he grabbed uh, the the photocopy paper instead. A BBC spokesman said he just went with it. <laughs> yeah, he did. He went with it he on camera. It. Yeah. Well, it went with him, I suppose. Yeah. I uh, well, I had mixed feelings about it because okay. first of all, I love stationery. Right. I, yeah. I mean, I love. Mm. I if, get me in Ryman, and uh, I'm. <laughs> Oh man, it's just fabulous. So for me, on one level, it was a right old come on. <laughs> but um, oh, but on another level, Absolutely one of my disgusting. one of my real problems with um, with the news is that when they say, and then we're going to go through the papers with um, oh, yeah. Dirt Wahlberg and <laughs> Kevin Messi Smith. Uh, <laughs> on the international week yeah and uh, and they hold up and they don't hold up the papers they don't go through the papers they go through photocopies of the papers oh, and i've, yeah. I've pointed yeah, this out that. on many occasions you can see the white underbelly of the photocopy yeah. sky so, newsman like that, yeah. we call him sky newsman if you're going to read he that i've done the papers on andrew Marr, and they and uh, they said can you hold them to the down because we don't want to sit you know what did you say and i said you, on I, you better believe it i said <laughs> I hate it when you see that, that you see it. So, so they're holding photocopies. Oh, how cheap. Uh-huh. If you're going to go through the papers, guess what? Hold the papers. They're readily available in paper shops, yeah. right? But, do you uh, hate those more or do you hate, you know, on the one show when they do the little photographs, bit lamp, bit all put together, I don't like that. No, I'm happy with those, especially okay. when there's a bubble where they've been stuck on <laughs> the cardboard. Mm-hmm. But this, this was robbing my nose in it to go out just with unused photocopy of paper and say, what about this on? the news then no need for it i think he might be sending a powerful message out because traditionally at the in the days of trevor mcdonald mm-hmm. um he used to shuffle the papers didn't That's he true. and maybe that was his message saying we should do a return to this yeah what they should do is introduce get rid of the ipad get an etch sketch yeah. Oh, and they can do from that and just shake it clear at the end. Uh, That'd be brilliant. Yeah. I just worry about this uh, Simon McCoy chap's fingertips. Has he got absolutely no sensitivity in them? Because if you pick up an iPad, it does not feel the same <laughs> as a packet of photocopier paper. Yeah. People spend hours researching how to make iPads feel nice and satisfied, <laughs> and then he picks it up and mistakes it. I just don't believe, although it did remind me of the time. You know, I told you a few weeks ago that I worked for Grace Landscapes, a uh, landscape gardening company. Gardener's question time again. I don't know if I've ever told you the time that I laid a whole patio 
And, well, uh, no, you certainly no, haven't. No, and that and sickens me. At the end, I realised that I hadn't used paving slabs. There was just a big pile of the yellow pages there, but I was a bit distracted <laughs> when I was doing it. All right, I made that one up. Well, uh, Frankie's lucky it was photocopy of paper. Could have been a copy of Mein Kampf. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, exactly. That would have that would have brought the house down. What about if it had been the OC? I mean, he gets so many freebies. He could have picked up. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, that gold jacket on the back of his chair. What if he'd gone on with that? Fifty Shades of Grey. That would have been an absolute nightmare. Anyway. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, an anecdote of... Uh, oh, we got an anecdote. I've got an anecdote, but it's not... It doesn't show me in a great light. It's what I think Emily would call mortificado. Oh! I, uh, I recently went on a um, on a little retail trip to uh, the Trafford Centre in the northwest of England. I live in Manchester, I mm. should explain to some of our readers who may not uh, know. But I, um, I've been, in the last couple of weeks, a cycling commuter. I've been trying to ride my bike... What, to, to London? No, <laughs> although I've been bringing a folding bike to London I and love cycling that bike. once within London. But at home, I have a, an 80s rally bike that I cycle about to get to places. It's got mudguards and stuff, perfect for Manchester. So anyway... Sort of Elliot in E.T. style. last couple of years, yeah. I've been on a... Uh, on a cer- Not a couple of years, maybe the last six months, I've been on a search for some black jeans. I, uh, I would not, like not to be... Not that hard to track down, are they? Well, you'd think, Frank. I'd say 70% of our listeners are wearing them as we speak. Well, I've joined them, finally. Uh, I had to go to the Trafford Centre to buy some from Marks & Spencers. Couldn't oh. get them. Couldn't get them from How Levi's. How was the cut? Were you going for a skinny? Well, this is the problem, you see. I uh, I would like to wear Levi's, but the 501, it, it grabs me too close to the gentleman's excuse me. <laughs> I see. <laughs> It does. Oh. It, my upper thighs are too, too I don't want to know about your upper thighs. That's the cycling, you see. If, uh, it if, might be that. It mm. might be the... Uh, I didn't know you had Bill Beaumont issues in that area. I don't think I do, but oh. I think it's just there are... Anyway, I've gone for M&S and I'm happy with them. Mm. This is like what, we, used, what I, we used to call in our childhood Tesco Levi's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd gone for You it. did. Slightly I can say moment. that with full conviction. <laughs> so I cycled to the Trafford Centre, right? And I'd only just started using that bike, and I've got one of those locks that goes through the front wheel and the frame, and I had a yeah. little moment of going, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll lock the helmet to it as well, and that way I don't have to carry the helmet in the shot. So I did that, went, went into Marks and Spencer. I'm here yeah. to collect my jeans. The guy said, I've just been listening to you on the, on the radio, on a podcast. No. I think I made myself seem like I thought I was... Johnny oh. Big Bananas, because I said to him, oh, which Well, show? if you, you are Johnny Big Bananas, that's why you can't wear the five out of <laughs> I said, which show? Thinking he might have been listening which to my own Radio 4 series, or just a minute. You. And he went, and he he said went the one. <laughs> he said oh. God right was question time. <laughs> so okay. I pick up the jeans. I, uh, which show? I'm pleased. I've got them in my little backpack. I go back to where I've locked the bike up. Gone. No. I've been the victim of a stolen bicycle. No. The victim of a stolen bicycle. I walk back into the entrance. I say to the guy in the shop, I've uh, I've parked a bike out there in that bike rack and it's Mm. gone. And he went, oh, okay, I'll phone security, see if they've got any CCTV. Phone security and the guy says, I might have some good news and some bad news for you, Mr Cochrane. What kind of bike is it? I said, "Uh, it's a rally team banana from the 1980s. I don't like to brag. But mm. I got it on Gumtree for a hundred quid. <laughs> you told and, him uh, all that. <laughs> yeah. oh. And he went, "Well, I've got your bicycle behind me. We've got a proactive security policy here, and you hadn't locked it up properly, so we've stolen it for you." 
<laughs> oh. I think we'll come back to this. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So I'd only gone and done a David Cameron, by which I mean I'd locked my bike up badly, rather than that I'd left my child in a pub. I, uh, <laughs> but they stole it for you. They stole it for me. Um, that was very good of them. Well, you say that, <laughs> but it put me back by about 45 minutes because I had to go to a different bit of the Trafford Centre to collect it. And then the guy, what, basically what I'd done is I'd locked the bike to its frame, the wheel oh, and yeah. the frame together, but not to the bar. So well, they just lifted it off. Well, that's right, though. They were right to reprimand you for that. And well, also, you've learned a valuable lesson. You should thank them for that. Well, why couldn't I just learn that lesson by having my bicycle stolen or not and returning to it still there? Like, it might have still been there. No, you're being stubborn about it, but I guy think said I'm to with me, them. The guy said to me, oh, <laughs> it was really hard to them. carry it around this corner, actually. I said, <laughs> was it? Mm. It's almost like you could have left it there. Yeah. <laughs> I was tempted to doing you a major favour. I was tempted to bop him on the nose and say, "There you go, you've learned a lesson. Oh, Cockle, Keep your don't guard do up." That. Oh. You're too good looking to get into fights at the moment. <laughs> 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 at the moment. At the moment. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Hey, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Mm-hmm. But some, someone has just tuned in for the first time. Well, they're going to feel left out when we carry on something that we yeah. were talking about ten minutes ago. Now they'll pick up on it. Well, you know who it is? It's like when you watch Enders and you haven't yeah. seen it for years. Enders! Yeah. Still the same guys, yeah. Well, it's um, not always the same guys, but it's the same species. Mm-hmm. We've had a text, Alan, count yourself lucky, at least you've still got your rally banana. My childhood pride and joy was reversed over by a woman in a Vauxhall Viva while I was battling to get my foot in the, at the time, very fancy pedal clips. I tried to get her attention, but my protestations fell on deaf ears. Quite literally, she was deaf. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Where do we go with that? I don't know, but that's not, people are so laughing and it's he's, wrong. He's right, though. I have <laughs> that was got Bob. That was Bob. He's leaving. Don't <laughs> bother writing it. Uh, <laughs> banana. I'm, um, he's been fact, dealt I've with. Just, I've just sacked him. <laughs> Do you know, that took a lot of moral courage. Yeah, exactly. I respect you, Frank. I yeah. just wouldn't have done that. I'm not having that woman laughed at just because she was uh, driving over a, one of our readers. Doesn't make her a bad person. What about Dan for? Dan Poor says, um... What's Dan Poor? Oh, no, oh, no, it's Dan, no, it's no, Dan it's Poor. Sorry, Dan, I won't be speaking to you. No, that was... Um, <laughs> I was it's a philosophical question. What's Dan no, Poor? He's called Dan Poor, which is... OK. Significantly reduced his chances of me befriending him. Um, on yeah, the subject... He came round the other night and went on and went about existentialism. It was a very heavy Dan Poor. <laughs> <laughs> on the subject of Alan's stolen bike, I work for a particular law enforcement agency... Bailiff. Um, mm. And I've seen this tactic Interpol. used on people's cars when they've left them running to defrost on their driveways oh, yeah. in the winter. Too far? Question mark? Wow. Exclamation mark? Oh, but think of the joy of thinking you're having it stolen and then someone saying, I mean, didn't you feel, feel uplifted? That, I didn't feel that joy. it wasn't about. stolen. Do you know what it felt like? When I was a kid, uh, sometimes we would walk past my mum and she would um, sort of fairly gently cuff us on the back of the head and say, 
That's for nothing. See what you get for something. <laughs> yeah. did, did other people have this in their upbringing? Extraordinary philosophy. Yeah. That, I, I that's like what that. it felt like. It felt like the hang great on, thing I'm about your mum is old and you're still getting that's for nothing. See what you get for something. <laughs> I like the I fact like that it. your mum didn't like to leave things to the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> I like what's your parental philosophy? That's good. Mine was uh, Pastor Peter Stuyvesant. Yeah. That's my parental <laughs> philosophy. Yours, Frank? Um, I think mine was. I think I ex- did. I explain mine the other week. Um, I, maybe I was talking to someone else about. Yeah. Um, we used to have the pools man mm-hmm. used to come round our house. The man who collected the pools money. Oh yeah. And um, there'd been a story in the paper that week that one pool, a local pools man. This is the football pools again. Okay, you know, mm. mm-hmm. uh, a local pools collector had um, not been putting the money in. Mm. He'd been he'd been keeping it for himself, and this person had won. And, of oh. course, they hadn't really won because the money hadn't been going in. And uh, when he arrived, my dad said, uh, did you see that story about the pools collector that took the money? And the bloke said, yes, yes, everyone's been talking about that this week. And my dad said, you know I'd find you and kill you, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> very awkward, very awkward atmosphere. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. So the cockerel in, in the Trafford Centre was on about... I suppose that you, the bloke was saving you from yourself when he nicked mm. that bike. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> it's really, <laughs> he really, did, really sulky really about it. Really upset he did about say, it. Oh, that'll be gone in no time round here. I th- I think you should have thanked him. I did thank him, but oh, through yeah. gritted teeth. OK. Well, I am... Um, I was uh, working with some guys this week, and one of them went out and said, do anyone fancy any treats? And I said... Uh, how, how old was he, six? I, mind, I said I wouldn't mind a dime bar. Mm. Oh, dame. Or so dime. He, uh, A dame. There's nothing like nothing. a dame. <laughs> so um, he came back. Um, he came back with a, a six-pack of, um, oh. of dime bars. Oh. Lovely. And he said to me, um, I'll give you one of these. Um, I'll put the rest out of harm's way. So I know what you like with the dime bath. <gasps> so he gave me one and he, he took more. Did you say, away. if you come back, I'll kill you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, um, I, you know, I was grateful. Yeah. Because I am like that with dime bath. Mm-hmm. I chain, I chain eat with them, the way chain smokers smoke. Yeah. yeah. And I tell you, as, I, as you get older and your, your, your brain um, patterns get slower, you know, mm-hmm. when you send out to the nerve endings and, and they send back to the brain. Mm-hmm. What happens with me is I have a dime bar, and uh, and then I think I have another one. And about halfway through, my my stomach sends out the I feel a bit sick now. Right. Mm. By the time it reaches my brain, I'm on dime bar four. Oh. oh dear! And then I'm feeling really sick. Mm-hmm. So I, unlike the cockerel, who was very sullen about it, I th- I'm grateful that I was saved from myself. Mm. Well, aren't you the big man? <laughs> on a slightly different note, I was in a shop um, recently and I was buying some shoes. And okay. I tried what on them. What are we talking? I know you always buy the same shoe. Well, it, was a, it was a brown lace up. Of course it was. And uh, I said to the guy, I tried a nine and it was a little bit snug. I said, mm. Can I try a ten in these? And he went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Yeah. yeah. I thought, How far away is the storeroom? Yeah. That that means that you have to do that. I say, is that a problem? He went, no. And then off he went. I mean, and not only that, but he had quite a big on burst spot. 
Oh. Now, I think if you work in retail, you've got to, uh, you need to check yourself now and again. Mm-hmm. It made Before me, you wreck yourself. Yeah, it just made me feel, you know how an on-burst spot makes you feel tense? Mm. I couldn't look at anything else. See, I wanted you to hit him with the shoe when he just sighed, but now that he's got an unburst spot, hit him I with feel the like shoe. you should hit him with the Some shoe that you've just tried deposed on. Deposed Middle Eastern leader style. Hit him with the nine, now right he's, on he's the a, spot. He's a man who you want to see get his head caught in a lift door <laughs> and get all them spots out of the way. In <laughs> like pouring Advocar through a colander. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank and Alan, Michael Boggle has tweeted us. He okay. says... Word up, Boggle. <laughs> yeah? He the says, mind... Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Michael. How many times have you heard these jokes? Yeah. Oh. I apologise. Yeah. He says... Um, oh, he starts it with AW. Sometimes I feel a bit stupid listening to this. Imagine how we feel taking part. <laughs> <laughs> Not someone stupid, just embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> Deeply ashamed. <laughs> Um, all the references to people I don't know, random actors, dare you, that's my family, mm. or Saturday Night TV knowledge. Mm. But Can when, you not mention Saturday Night TV ever again? <laughs> but, when, oh God. but when you start talking about anything remotely scientific, I realise we just have different areas for what we know, because bless you all, it's not your subject. <laughs> <laughs> much, much love, darlings. Recent neuroscience graduate, Mikey. Wow. Well, well done, Mikey. And uh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was uh, Johnny Cash who said, we live in two different worlds, dear. Your world is honest and true. <laughs> My world is made out of hearts that are broken. do 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 it wasn't one of his best. It was one of his best. Yeah, I don't know. I've been, I've gone a bit Cash crazy. Um... Mm. I uh, I have a kindred spirit who has uh, sent a missive, oh, ladies God. and gentlemen. Good morning, Frank and team. When I was around the age of ten, I had my bike stolen from outside a shop. The bike was kindly replaced by my parents, but I left it in the back garden unlocked, so my mum hid it from me to teach me a lesson and didn't tell me for the entire day. And on top of that, she had me walking around the whole village trying to find it. I'm still a little bit bitter from Ed in Dorking. Well See? done, well done, mum. Kindred mm. spirit. Oh, no. Admittedly, I'm 38 and he was 10, but the point stands. <laughs> but imagine when she said, come here, here's your bike, but the joy of it. I don't yeah. like that. I mean, I think it's, it's not like a right life lesson things. for a 10-year-old from the family member. But... No, but I used to do um, a thing, like if someone, if I met someone this time of the day and I'd say, God, it's 5 to 12, and they'd go, what? Is it? And I'd say, no, no, but now I've just given you another hour and a half on your life. Yeah. Um, I think it's that's like a, a bit gift. sociopathic. <laughs> yeah, but is that a bad thing? <laughs> Dan <laughs> Rousen has emailed us, subject line, yellow and green jelly babies. Oh, yes, I was talking about this. Not just jelly babies, but why do they make the green and yellow sweets when everyone likes the black and red ones? The orange I'm seeing as a, as a sort of a control Mm-hmm. They're a gateway drug, the orange. Yes. Um, after listening last week, I couldn't believe the three of you were unanimous in your dislike of the yellow and or green sweet. These are by far my most favourite. Oh, come on. If anyone from the manufacturers is listening, please do send them in to me. <laughs> well, that's going to be hard to arrange, Dan. <laughs> he's, like one, he's like those girls who, who thought Dave Baddiel was the sexy one in Newman and Baddiel. I, 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 I thought that. I thought that. He's trying to be different. He doesn't like the green and yellow ones. <laughs> Look at 
ever David Baddiel to a jelly baby? Um, Colin... he's, he's sweet and cuddly. He is. And dense. Very <laughs> dense. <laughs> dense. I think they're denser than they used to be, jelly babies. You think they've changed the formula? All my jaw, my jaw muscles are, are packing up. Maybe they're atrophying. No, I think they've got more, got more giving them. Less giving them, rather. Now, we've also, we can't ignore this any longer, we've had, I think this is brilliant, this theory in regarding uh, my man, my clown. Oh, and the NC. Yeah, the NC. In case you just tuned in, we were talking about the, uh, a mysterious person who walks around Northampton at night, known as the Northampton Clown, mm. because he's dressed as a clown. Yeah. Colin Logan says, Mr Skinner and staff, could it be that the clown is wearing sensible footwear on the off chance someone decides to give chase? P.S. Got any wham? Of course. Yeah. Can't he get a small unicycle for such emergencies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a really, Perfect. really tiny one. Perfect. Yeah. I um, I hate the idea of people chasing the Northampton clown. Do you? Big thugs, drunken thugs chasing. Well, well you're going to be going out on a double date with Kath with him soon, so I wouldn't yeah, worry I'm about it. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I tell you, better wear the full <laughs> doodah. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Now, uh, I would no. like to share with you this extraordinary mother. Hey, can you this just be a bit. I know we've done some rapping early. <laughs> don't get carried Keep away. I'm watching uh, the box set of Broken Bird. I can't help it. Broken uh, Bird. <laughs> no, he calls it Broken Bird. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, don't start about American. Do you know, Daisy, <laughs> the cockerel, and I have been discussing oh, Broken no. Bird Broken all morning, Bear. haven't we? Frank <laughs> got oh, so yeah. upset. Oh, don't tell me. Spoiler alert. I said, oh, my God, what about this? And Frank went, I'll be watching Peaky Blinders. <laughs> yes. And then he said he'd be watching Atlantis. I'm looking forward to Atlantis. <laughs> Why do you watch such weird things? Oh, what do you mean? Merlin, Atlantis. Yeah, like, you know, I'm oh, sorry, I accidentally watched some British programmes. <laughs> Mm. It's all a bit quaint, babe, the stuff that you watch. Mm. Okay. My mum, this is an email. Yeah. Is is, is it going to turn out she's gone to Iceland? (laughs) No. Okay. My mum told me I'd achieved a 2-2 in my psychology degree, whereas in fact I had a (laughs) 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 2-1. She told me after a couple of minutes... But I've never felt any pleasure about the two one, and have never forgiven her. <laughs> she got the psychology <laughs> wrong on that. Then <laughs> yeah. the psychological scars. Oh, for that, some time. that's fantastic, though. Yeah. I love the sociopathic mum. I wonder after a few minutes when she said, "No, you've got a two one, really." The mum then added, um, "That's for nothing. See what you get for something." <laughs> <laughs> I think at the end of the show, I'm going to say, "Hey, guess what? Bob's not really leaving." <laughs> And all over Britain, there'll be a massive sigh of it. Anyway, so what else? <laughs> no, but then we've got his offensive comments hanging over us. Um, Has he got offensive comments? Yeah, that's why you sacked him. You've forgotten already. Oh, yeah, of course. I <laughs> yeah. Sit with the story, Frank. God, you spend you spend two days with Pauline Quirk. <laughs> you're out of control. I don't know why you're looking at me. I haven't spent two days with Pauline Quirk. <laughs> no, not for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I I think we need to discuss the uh, the, the mayor of Nottingham. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, the mayor of Nottingham, she. Yes. Don't yeah. get those mixed up. Oh, same difference to me. Oh, same no. difference to me. Whatever you say, Notts Forest. Potato, Nottingham potato, Forest. Potato, that's what I say. Potato, that, potato. Is that what you say? Yeah. <laughs> that's very tuba based. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, he's been told not to wear his bling. Yes. Yeah. He's uh, he's been banned. By a mayor who's told yeah. he can't wear his chain. 
Yeah. I mean, can that be right? That's is surely it... one of the reasons why you would become a mayor. Exactly. Well, that's it. bling. I mean, I've been considering jewellery, but I'm slightly self-conscious <laughs> yes. about it. Yeah, I was going to get loads of necklaces and stuff, and well, instead... Not wife jewellery. <laughs> Instead, having to come in here... B.A. Baracus. Alan, you've got four necklaces on. You didn't have them on last week. Yeah. I thought what I'd do is just um, begin a political career and become a mayor so that... Alan, don't wear four necklaces. You wouldn't I, come I ain't getting on no plane. What about yeah. one and a pink earring? <laughs> I can only do one thing, and that's be Lady Sovereign. What if I wore... <laughs> what if I wore one and a pinky ring? Would you think that was me? Because I think this could be me. Well, you I'm, wear a wedding ring, don't I you? I do, yeah. I wear... Um, Actually, it's, uh, wear? I wear a medallion of uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe. Lovely. What do you wear? I don't have time to start going through all my No, jewelry. you don't, I was going to say. <laughs> That'll cover the travel. <laughs> <laughs> I felt sorry for the mayor, though. I did. I love I... a bit of Dick Whittington. Uh, generally, you know, I, I like a mayor. So do I. I've met a few mm. mayors at, at uh, Do's. Who's your favourite mayor? I like Dick Whittington. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Who's my favourite mayor? I... It would have been Clint Eastwood. Oh, oh that's it, a good choice, Frank. Yeah, but then he, then he became a bit um, right-wing balmy, didn't he? I don't know if he's as right as we think he is. I think. I mean, I think oh, he might be balmy. Here goes but... the apologist. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he did that thing. Armstrong, <laughs> he did that thing when he talked to Barack Obama sitting in a chair when he wasn't sitting in a chair. Yeah. You know, that mime thing. Yeah. He's a bit of my cold, dead hands, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's that bad. Oh, is he not? My <laughs> cold, dead hands. <laughs> I like the sound of this. <laughs> Maybe this is something we should discuss off hair. <laughs> air, off hair. Oh, off talking hair. of hair, someone's uh, texted us about your hair, Frank. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the Southeast on 105.8 FM. We were talking about the mayor of Nottinghamshire <laughs> being a song Shane. Yeah. Naked, a cappella, he's going without. So you see, I find that the reason when you talk... Mayors are often, like, quite comical, yeah. jolly, nice people when mm -hmm. you meet them. Mm. And I think it's because they wear the big chain, all their sort of macho posture, and is catered for by the, the jewellery, so they can just relax and be themselves. You think? I, I, don't, also, I just don't want a mayor wearing some horrible old suit. Oh, no, they're like going to be wearing... They always wear a horrible old suit. <laughs> no, I know, but imagine if, he, that, if he's robbed of his chain and his kind of ermine or whatever it is they wear, the slightly Thomas More vibe going mm. on. Mm -hmm. He is just, you know... But I'm on Graham about, Kelly, isn't There's he? the guys who play it down a bit or just wear suit and chain. Oh, that's uh, awful. You can't mix it up. No, I like suit and chain. And, and also, I think if you are a mayor... It's an interesting insight into what it must be like to be a lady. Right. Because when I talk a mate, to a mate, I'm constantly looking down at his enamelling. <laughs> I, uh, and, and, you know, and women get that all the time. And, and I think... they sometimes just point at their own face and go, uh, hello, eyes on the prize. <laughs> uh, just, I think they should. Stop looking at my chest, please, Frank. Well, wouldn't I, I, I point to my often when I say that. <laughs> yeah, don't, just, don't talk to my office. <laughs> to me. <laughs> I think they should do that. I, so I, I'm, I'm not keen. I think he should be allowed to. Also, they, they, have, the they have terrible lives. I mean, look at Mayors. Oh, yeah. terrible! You can start an appeal for them. Would you want to be a mayor? I'd love to be a mayor. Oh, how much salmon roulade can a man <laughs> eat? Do you know why I wouldn't want to be a mayor, Frank? I'd have to wear one of those black cats with the white frills on it. 
I don't, but they rarely, you rarely see them in all that. They're sort of comedy mares. Remember the, the town crier? <laughs> I'm suggesting I have an outdated, clichéd notion of what a mare dress is like. Exactly. I'm talking about the, you know, your, your active, real mares. You're talking about you local government. you spend a lot of time with. The, apparently you meet Well, I do. Every time I go time. to a deal, there's a mare. There's always a mare. There's a mare. Really? Yeah. There, there, any you social lied, You lied once on the show and said when you used to be a mare when you were a child or something. Well, you say oh, I lied. Yeah. Did you check it? <laughs> No, I thought not. I wonder if this mayor has had a thought of when they say you're not allowed to wear the chains, why couldn't he just wear them under his shirt? Like oh, Superman. Oh, disgusting. Like Clark Kent, no? <laughs> Be brilliant. And then when you really need a mayor, they just rip their jacket out. There's some industrial action. Let's <laughs> have a picture, of, a picture of him uh, in his chain mm-hmm. um, presenting uh, a golden designer shoe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trophy to, Re- to Rebecca Adlington. Yeah, correct. Now I met Rebecca Adlington, and um, she didn't have designer shoes. And I said, because oh, no. people always say, "Oh, she loves the designer shoes." Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca Adlington. So I said, "I thought you'd have your um, Le Boutons." Lovely work, Frank. And she said, "You know something? I've only ever owned one pair of designer shoes, and I just mentioned it once to a journalist." that I bought these shoes. And now I'm the designer shoes woman. Mm. Oh. And that poor mare had been in, ensnared in, in a lie that was not his own. Oh. Surely now he can wear a bit of jewellery as compensation. <laughs> no, they said... Um, I believe the, the Mansfield local council said he needs to be concentrating on his job. But what, why does the chain... <laughs> Stop that. Well, I'll tell you why. It's that little clasp thing. He's spending too long <laughs> each day. It can be a pain, he's, that, that. He's threading those clasps. It's probably... And you know when it's easy. three hours of his It's easier if that. you bring it round the front and do it. But you just <laughs> yeah. won't. You think, no, no. I'll do it at the back of the neck if it kills me. And, and you keep just you, missing the loop. I'm going to go out with him and make him just wear the chain and nothing else. <laughs> and the clown. Yeah. That'd be a great... Oh perhaps gosh. they could be chained together. <laughs> what a social life you've got planned. <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> Uh, we've had a text in, I think for me, try the Levi's 505s. I had the same problem. Oh, big thigh man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've also had an email. Uh, this is becoming like a fashion section of the show. How, uh, how fitting. Um, how fitting, fitting. lovely. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. With regard to Frank's dilemma on advising a stranger that her skirt is see-through, I had oh, a yeah. similar I should say this. I saw a lady and her skirt, I don't think she knew... But you could see right through the back of the skirt. Well, you could see a label on her thong. You were on a street. I was on the street. You were in yeah. Raymond's no. review bar. No, no, <laughs> she was walking and people were staring, and I thought, should I tell her I hadn't got the courage? Well, Steve is saying, I took the brave, aka stupid, decision to advise a lady that her skirt had become caught and was displaying her bottom to all, oh. although mostly to the growing crowd of men who happened mm. to be walking directly yeah. behind her in they the same ma- direction. That oh. sick. They'd make me sick. Sick. Sickos. (laughs) (laughs) Weirdos. She was understandably embarrassed and I felt terrible for telling her, so I'm still unsure if I did the right thing or not. Help. Incidentally, it appears there is a bit of a craze in Japan where you can buy clothing that intentionally looks see-through. That explains my outfit today, everyone. Mm. Yes. Um, So maybe Frank was just lured into some kind of trap. 
No, I've seen those skirts, and they've got like a. It does look like the so you can see their bottom. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's pa- they're sprayed on, you know, painted on. But obviously they pick. Oh, really? Obviously they choose perfect bottoms. I've seen those mm. skirts. Yeah, Where have you yeah. seen them? Japan. Um, in Japan, I don't know. I, I haven't seen. I them. I think they were in the Daily Mail on were Mail they? Online. Okay, I'll let oh, you off. Yeah. I'm going to own up to so, that. So, Frank, what do you think about this? But this, no, this this wasn't one of those. This was a very much. It was a real, very much a real bottom. Mm. You know, as a bottom, I'd say one could go so far as to say it was too real. Oh, really? So I don't think this would have been... You know, it's too real in a way that traditionally served awful can be too real. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, no, it wasn't sprayed you on. you saying her bottom was awful? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was... Um, it... Oh, you know where I stand mm. on this? It wasn't the sort of bottom you'd see in an artist's impression. Right. I understand. Um... I I really am not for telling these people at all. Really? Because Wouldn't you, if you came in here... Yeah. And it, it accidentally wearing your skirt was see-through and you didn't know. You wouldn't want us to tell you, honestly. Point one, it would never be accidental. I know exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Point two, give yourselves a bit of fun. I'd, I'd like to treat you both for the morning. I gi- that would be my gift to you. Look, I don't think we we'll ever have that kind of fun again unless you keep getting. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's our only hope. Thank you so much for listening this morning. You know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Salute Radio.